What's up, guys? I'm Jake Savage, and welcome to the Persuasion School Podcast. A little bit about me, if this is your first time here. I am a salesman by trade. Very proud of that. I've knocked on nearly 100,000 doors as a door-to-door salesman, and I spent about seven years doing that. And then from there, transitioned directly into a startup called Basemakers. And we are an outsourced sales team for emerging food and beverage brands. So altogether, I've got about 13 years of direct sales experience. And for me, it has been just a fantastic journey of learning how to overcome the fear of rejection and learning how to just confidently navigate conversations and in order to achieve a win-win for both myself and the person that I am trying to persuade. And now I train others how to do that for a living, basically through Basemakers, and through this amazing podcast where you can learn to be more persuasive. So on the show, I'd just like to dive into one item at a time, one principle, one method, something that's digestible, easily digestible, just one thing at a time uh, for, for us to become more persuasive. And so today, I wanted to chat a little bit about a tip that's used to build rapport quickly, strong, build strong rapport quickly with anybody. And it comes directly from the FBI, oddly enough. So (laughs) this is something that I learned a while back and fell in love with this study that I found about FBI hostage negotiators as, as it pertains to building rapport. And because it was directly applicable to what I was doing as a salesperson and and really in leadership too, in management. And I'm sure it's going to play out if you are uh, somebody that's trying to persuade your kids to do something, or maybe, maybe you're trying to land a job, land a promotion or land a raise. I mean, these are all helpful tips for you to strengthen rapport and do it in a quick manner. And so I'm going to go ahead and just tell you exactly what that tip is. But, uh, so this, this study was brought about because several years ago, different hostage negotiators were interviewed about their experiences, and they were all asked the same question. So keep in mind, this was happening separately at first. The hostage negotiators would be interviewed after the negotiation situation, and they would be asked, what's the number one most successful, or what's the number one thing required for a successful outcome when it comes to a hostage negotiation situation? The number one thing that's required to get everybody out alive, what is it? And all these FBI hostage negotiators had the same answer. It was building rapport with the hostage taker. So when people's lives are on the line, the number one thing, I mean, that, that, that just blew my mind. The number one thing that's required for a successful outcome when it comes to a hostage negotiation situation is building rapport with the hostage taker. So this is wild. And all these different negotiators were all saying the same thing. So Time Magazine did a fantastic article about these FBI hostage negotiators. And it was 10 tips for building rapport with anybody. And so what I want to do on today's episode is just share one tip with you. Something that's really had an impact on me and my career as a salesperson and persuasive communicator and a coach of persuasive communication. And so this one tip that we're going to start with is create artificial time constraints. Create artificial time constraints. So I'll explain what that means. 
Studies have been done in the past regarding awkwardness or tension in a conversation between two people. And obviously, if you're negotiating in a hostage situation or you're negotiating in a sales situation or maybe you're even trying to, to build rapport with somebody and connect with them because you're fundraising, avoiding any sort of stress or tension is vital right, for the success of the outcome. People do business with people they like. And so we want to create a, a good encounter every time that we are trying to sell something or just communicate our message. And so... The studies that were done on this found that any awkwardness or stress or tension within a conversation doesn't actually come from what's discussed. It's not coming from the content. Awkwardness and tension and stress and anxiety all stem from one place in a conversation. And that is the lack of certainty as to where the conversation is headed. So when there is no end in sight, that's when the anxiety starts to well up inside. And if you're not sure what I mean, picture yourself. The grocery store is, is one way to do it. Or even better, on a plane. Picture yourself on a plane. You sit down. you got the headphones in. You're ready to just conk out for a few hours for this flight. And the seat next to you is totally empty. And you think that you've got it empty the whole time. The plane's filling up. I'm dragging this out way longer than it needs to be, but the plane's filling up. The seat's empty. You feel like you've got it. You're celebrating inside because you're going to have a little bit more. Oh, and then this person keeps walking towards you, keeps walking towards you. They start to look up towards the bin where the seat number is. And then they look down and make eye contact with you. And then you realize, no, like this is the person. This is my neighbor for the fly. So anyways, fast forward. You're sitting there. They plop down next to you. And they look you just directly into the eye. And all they say is, hey. And nothing else. <laughs> right? This is where a little bit of that tension starts to well up. A little bit of that anxiety. And it's not because of what was said. It's because there's no end in sight. We don't know where the conversation is headed. So a quick and easy way. Again, this is coming directly from the FBI hostage negotiators. A quick and easy way to build rapport to relieve any sources of that tension or anxiety is to create an artificial time constraint. So what that looks like is letting your audience know that the end is in sight and that the end is near. So for example, you could say something along the lines of, hey, I actually only have about five minutes today and then I've got to jump on another phone call, but I wanted to ask you real quick, or if it's an in-person meeting, and you've come to meet with them, and you're sitting down on either side of the desk, and you know you had a predetermined time slot, stick with that time slot and say, hey, I really got to take off at the 30-minute mark today for my next meeting. Or I've got to leave five minutes before the hour because I have a call that I need to jump on. So the whole idea here is to clearly communicate how long you anticipate the conversation to go. As you can probably tell, this is a very simple tip when it comes to building rapport. And maybe it even sounds a little bit obvious to you now that I've said it, but I would encourage you to try it on your next meeting, whether it's a sales meeting or fundraising or campaigning or whatever it is that you're doing, apply an artificial time constraint. Let your audience know that the end is in sight and let them know how far away it is. This will put them at ease. It will relieve any source of uh, anxiety or stress or tension and it's going to create space for a conversation to flow in the direction that you'd like it to flow. 
So that's it for today. Very simple. And I would encourage you to try this. If you're interested in more content on sales, fundraising, or persuasive communication in general, you can find me on Instagram. I'm always on there. It's at it's Jake Savage. You can send me a DM. You can also reach me via email. And my email is jake at jakesavage.co. Thanks for tuning in to Persuasion School. Subscribe if you would like to become a more persuasive version of yourself. Have a good rest of your day.